Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast special episode 23 and me. Um our sponsors today and we're going to, you know, we all took uh, the test. We all did our DNA test. I think Danielle and I did it and we're going to discuss it. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to hear about yet. you guys and then yeah, I'll think about either. doing it. No, Tara. Yeah, we're going to hear what what happened for you guys. What oh, you how do you do it? You need to do it. It's this the easiest thing in the entire world is just like a little yeah. swab in the mouth and yeah. you ship it off. And like a few weeks later, it comes back in the mail and voila, you know so much more right. about yourself. Oh, wow. It's really cool. <laughs> voila, Danielle. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned so much, so mm-hmm. much. Scott, mm-hmm. you did it too? Yeah, I did it too. And, and you know, they, they keep you informed via email as to where they are on the process, it's like a six step, seven step process, you know, and we've now, um, we're now starting to analyze your DNA. It's in the lab right now. And (laughs) professors, doctors, you know, it's kind of cool. And then, then, you know, another couple of days later said, now you're at step three. They found some interesting things, Scott. Here's a, here's a preview. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get excited or nervous? Like what was your emotion in the, like, were you like, what am I going to find out? You can't click the link faster to find out. You know what? It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. It's like, can you imagine? Like, this is your, this is your past, your present, your future. Here's the link. Click it. You're, yeah, you're firing your finger through that keyboard, man. It's like, oh my god. It's interesting. It's really interesting. Um. Anyway, you know, everybody knows Tara S. by now. She's the newly minted superstar of the mini the <laughs> And there she is uh, in all her glory. Amy Sugarman. Hello, hello. Danielle Romo. Uh, hey, I am hey. all in podcast and uh, iHeartRadio 111 Productions We're not, special episode. We're not only going to talk about our DNA. We mm-hmm. have a whole theme here going. Scott, you should explain our whole tie-in. Well, some people, <laughs> some people thought it would be uh, a nice idea. Right. Thematically speaking, loosely, you know, constructed that uh, we get DNA background, uh, ancestry, uh, even health reports, DNA background information uh, on and then have some background actors from the show who we've been discussing the stirring in the background and like why why is background. So so that's the that's the thread. That, uh, yep, we're doing a deep dive into your are. DNA. We're going to talk to some extras on the show. Acting. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk to some background actors on the show. We're going to discuss DNA, our backgrounds, um, where we come from and other things. And uh, it, it's going to be a pretty interesting show. So uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Tara, uh, 
uh, hello, do you have anything to say? Are you taking us Hi. away? On any, is there any synopsis that you want to make up on the spot? Let's let's hear what you can do on the fly. Go ahead. Well, we have three guests today. Um, they were all background actors, as you said. And um, some of them, I, I know one of them we found through TikTok, right, Amy? Yeah. 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 And she talks about and one we found girls. on our own Instagram. So thank you guys. Follow us. You never know what you might find on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then the other was a part of one of the most recent episodes that we watched with the, the most iconic episode so far. Wait, we really have to ask about the music playing in the back. Like, how did they yes. know how to dance? We have to ask her. Totally. Yes. Totally. <laughs> Great call. Great Lots call. We need to know if they were you. dancing to silence, yeah. if they had an earpiece in, what they had going on. Like a silent disco. Oh my God. First of all, Scott, do you know what that is? Silent disco? No. What is that? <laughs> silent disco? People dancing around a disco with no music? With a, with and a disco just ball? In headphones, headphones on. <laughs> That's so bizarre. So when you walk in the room, it's silent, but everyone's <laughs> jamming because they have their headphones. <laughs> That's a thing, huh? It's a Why thing. did they invent a silent disco? Like, is it so that you could have a party in a quiet neighborhood? Maybe, you yeah, because the neighbors would complain and like, this is a way to sort of make your money silently, right? The first time yeah. I ever heard of it was at Coachella, weirdly. And it was like one of those like after hours parties at the campgrounds. And it was like from like Sketchy. one to three in the morning. And so I think it's Sketchy. because it's so late at night. Well, I also at EDC, they, they had a yeah. silent disco in like a little section, but EDC. What's so EDC? Electric oh Daisy gosh. Carnival. <laughs> it's an EDM oh festival. By any chance, are you and Scott rave. related? Danielle, did you guys discover that you're related? You does 23andMe tell you that stuff? Yes, it does. It tells you who you're like. I mean, I think everyone knows this. It tells you like what you're and like what you are, you know, like what mm -hmm. your DNA shows, mm -hmm. but it also shows you if you have like any uh, relative matches and stuff like that. So um, luckily all my brothers and sisters popped up for me <laughs> <laughs> and my mom and dad. So we're good. Any celebrities? Does it show like if you're related yeah. to like Barack Obama or something? As long as they've done the test too, you know? So like, but unfortunately no Barack Obama did not pop up for me. Um, but yeah, it, it shows you like anywhere from co like cousins and like what percentage of DNA you share too. So like 20%, 12%, whatever. So you right. know how closely you are related no to them. Right. Yeah. It's actually very fascinating. But the one thing that I thought was really cool was all the, like all the health stuff you learn about yourself too. So, um, like just based off of your DNA, what diseases or, um, you know, health issues you can be, you know, predisposed to. So like for me, wow. I kind of like knew this, but like, you know, like my family suffers really bad with like heart, um, heart issues, high blood pressure, things like that. And it popped up for me on my, on my results. No. So I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. But it's just good to know that stuff. So you can like be proactive and take care of yourself now to hopefully avoid those things in the future. So you can get your results and then talk to your doctor about it and say like, Hey, mm -hmm. anything yeah. I should be doing. Or yeah. It's like, you know, you have a high risk of getting these things, you know, so it's just good to know that stuff so that you can, right. you know, you can have be the knowledge. preemptive. Yeah. Wow. I discovered that uh, I'm over the average of Neanderthal DNA. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I was trying to remember. Neanderthal. Are you making that up? I'm not making it up. No, 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 no. I, I, they've identified. It actually tells you that? Yeah, yeah, the 233 genetic variants that can be traced to Neanderthals. Thank you very much. Also, uh, my maternal haplogroup 
uh, is headed by none other than Jesse James. The uh, the gunman? The gunman, yes. What? So don't get on my bad side. So that's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's your also- DNA show, don't get on your bad side. <laughs> I have to say, it's very Luke. Your results are very Luke-like. Am I wrong? You are Luke. Oh, my goodness. It also said Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, no. But I already knew that. And it's amazing that they picked that up. Yes. Sir Francis Drake, Napoleon Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte. And um, there's something I really can't reveal that I'm probably going to Barack reveal. Obama. No. <laughs> You keep saying this. <laughs> because somebody did it and realized they were related to him, and it was like in a magazine. Keep um, going, keep going. Uh, uh, What's the part you can't reveal? Reveal it. I'm part wolf. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, believe it. I am oh, a direct Lord. descendant of my the, God. the Jersey Devil. What happened, Daniel? What happened? I have 86% more percentage of Neanderthal ancestry. There you go. See? See what happens? See? Danielle and I. We are related. Yes. That's why we survived. That's why the bloodline survives. All right, guys. Back by popular demand. Because this whole episode is dedicated to background acting. Scott, mm-hmm. we have been honing our skills and we would like to have a do-over from our previous background acting. Oh, would you now? And give you another uh-huh. go at it for you to judge us. And you're so just going to spring this on have, me right here now. You didn't? Yep. Okay. We ha- right. Yep. I'm, we pulled um, a, a little script for you mm-hmm. so that oh. you can do an actual scene from the diner and the three of us are going to be the background. Actor. What do you mean? I, I'm going to do the scene. You're going to be you. You'll be, Luke. I'll be, I'll be, who's, so that you, who's going to be, who, what's the scene? Who, who's going to be in Tara, me and Tara? Or me sure. And Tara, do you want to play the who? part of Taylor? And then Danielle sure. and I will be the background. Tara, actor? you're going to be Taylor. I guess so. <laughs> All right. Look, just sort of. Enlisted. As you can see, we really plan things in advance. We do this all just by the seat of our <laughs> All of those meetings, those endless midnight meetings, the planning, the structure. Literally into text. We're like, dude, be ready for some good times tomorrow. All right, here okay, we go. I'm um, going to be at the diner. Uh, Danielle, are we at the same table? Oh, Danielle has a prop. You have a prop? <laughs> I'm nice. already ahead of my background. Nice. Oh, it's like I got so- Luke's cup of coffee. Oh, that, I like that mug. Where'd you get that mug? I made it. You made the mug? Yeah, like one of those like color me mine things. <laughs> Would you like to make mugs for my coffee company? We'd love to sell those. Um, I don't think you want this. <laughs> no, I do. I do. It's like keep talking. Like, I'm getting a prop. Keep talking. Keep. You talking. gonna get a prop? Um. So Tara. All right. You're on, kid. Let's go. Breathe in deep, folks. Smells like fall. Get out, Taylor. Why? Just a code I live by. Oh, Hugh. Listen, I'd like to run something by you. I'm busy. I was just thinking how nice it would be if you could set up a little coffee stand at the marathon. Coffee stand? I mean, yes, these people have to try and stay up for 24 hours. What better to help you stay up than a nice, strong coffee, huh? What do you say? Sure. Really? For a bucket cup? 
Luke, this marathon is a charitable event. Taylor, we've been raising money to restore that stupid bridge for eight years. We're not raising money to restore the bridge. We're not? No, we have that money. The Tennessee Williams Lookalike Contest put us right over the top. And what the hell is this dumb thing for? A tarp. A what? To cover the bridge. This is the first Taylor I actually need to sit down. Well, Luke, you know as well as I do that if we start renovations now heading right into snow and rainy part of the season, then everything we do is going to get ruined. And there we back up square one. If we are going to do this right, then we're going to need a tarp. Taylor, you're asking me to donate free coffee to hundreds of people so you can raise money to buy a tarp. How about 50 cents a cup? How about I charge for cream? You would kick Tiny Tim's crotch right out from under him, wouldn't you? If you ask for a free cup of coffee, Gimby's going down. <laughs> Jesus. That's so that... I looked over and wow. Amy's like serving... <laughs> Serving food to the camera. What is going on? I mean, I felt like Taylor was like in my in my office, right? I mean, that was so you nailed it. Did I? Guys. You guys, anyone what? listening has to watch the video. Oh, how... <laughs> they were going on and on and not paying attention to us at all. The video, they started feeding each other. That <laughs> <laughs> was so. Scott was... <laughs> So connected. I was so focused. It was like on his part that he wasn't really like observing our background acting, and we well, started. Off I didn't memorize the scene. That's when I looked over. And I started laughing. You guys, wait a minute. So wait a minute. You were you, Danielle and Amy. You you guys were spoon feeding each other. I did. And it was like this. Wow! 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 Oh my goodness. Should we bring in real background actors? For sure. Yeah, but everybody listening to. needs to watch us do it on the Instagram and, and tell us how we did. Because oh <laughs> Scott was focused on being loose. I was doing uh, my job. I was trying to do my job. You did great. I was trying to do my job. I think we were much improved, Danielle, in the beginning. Last time I had to do it, I don't even think you had to do it. And then we lost it. It's so boring being an I had a blast. I thought it was fun. I don't think I could do it for 15 minutes. Like, how long do they have to go in a diner scene? Like, how long would that take to shoot? Hours? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not oh, cut yeah. out for it. I mean, you're doing dozens of takes. Dozens. I stirred that bowl pretty well. Tara, did you see me in the beginning? I felt yeah. like I was crushing it in the beginning. Three minutes in, I was like, oh, oh I no, it was like that part where anymore. I messed up. I look over and I was like, what? Because I was reading my script. <laughs> I look over. Yeah, we were, we were like, focused on happening? our jobs. We were focused on what we were doing. I just see the script. These days you can be on your phone in the background because that would be more fun. Just checking emails. Oh, my God. I was going to be on my phone. I was like, I can't do that in Luke's diner. I don't no. know. I was going to. And I was like, that it, is so inauthentic. It's, the, it's the Neanderthal <laughs> DNA creeping into the work. As it often happens with me and forces oh you to make God. very broad choices like oh. a caveman or a cave woman would do. You know, that <laughs> big <laughs> well, movement. Big, uh... <laughs> Thanks to 23 and me. Yes. We've got background acting at its finest really? for you coming up. Okay. And if you want to learn about your background, go to 23andMe.com. What are you? You're part Irish? You're part Amy? Me? Yeah. Yeah. That, I just know Irish German. I haven't done it yet because I wanted to hear you guys do it. And then I'm going to do it next. Yeah. I'm, I'm Irish, German, Russian. Uh, what else? Uh, British. Neanderthal. 
There's some Dutch. I got some Dutch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I got like, I got a 5%er, I think, on the Dutch. Scotch, Irish. You both seem like blends, blends of everything. You and Danielle. Yeah. I didn't want to say it that way. What are you, Danielle, what are you? I am 78% European, uh, 72% Spanish and Portuguese. Excuse me. How can you be 78% something and 72% no, something? That's no, not within European. that category. That's a different category. Oh, yeah, 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 pardon yeah. me. Pardon yeah. me. Pardon me. Yeah. Pardon me. And then um, I have uh, 1.5% Ashkenazi Jewish. And then weirdly enough, I have like. 0.7% Egyptian and wow. some other Egyptian. little things. Egyptian. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. But everything, it's pretty much just Spanish and Portuguese, 73%. There you go. And did you know that going yeah. in? Did anything shock you? I, I mean, just like the Egypt, like the little percentages of Egyptian and, you know, like, I, yeah, just little things like that. That was shocking. But for the most part, I was pretty on target with what I've been told my whole life, which is refreshing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's wonderful. Congratulations, you two. Thank you. I mean, you know, guys, look, the thing about 23andMe is the more we know about our DNA, uh, uh, the more we take control of our health, right? So, I mean, it it just stands to reason. I mean, knowing information about your DNA allows you to take action and, you know, look, make the changes in your life that we all take and we all want to take and do take that kind of thing. Danielle, what? she needs to get her heart checked. She right. Heart I know. I do. What? I definitely do. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you knew that from taking the test, right? They, they let exactly. you know. Exactly. My fam- dad's side of the family. Uh, yeah, all yeah, prone yeah. to it. So. Oh, man. All right. Well, yeah. Check. Get that checked out. And, it, and look, DNA is more than just understanding your past, right? I mean, that's that's one of the really cool aspects about it, but it's, it's about taking control of your future, right? I mean, it really, really, truly, especially your your healthy future. Um, you know, look, a personal health experience can start with meaningful information from, again, your DNA. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. I have a question for you. Yeah. How much, like, how much of your DNA plays into being a good actor? <gasps> like, does, you oh, know, like. Oh, that is a great boy, that's question. that's a good question. Hmm. Oh my God. Hmm. Like, do you have any relatives that were, you know, of the arts? Well, my mother was always considered to be the best actress in the town we grew up in. We had a, 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 in Haddonfield, New Jersey, we had this thing called Plays and Players, Haddonfield Plays and Players. And it's a pretty reputable theater company. And my mother and father were were involved in that in their youth uh, before I was even born. And from what I was told by all of our friends is that your mother was very gifted and she was a really gifted character actress and your dad stunk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, oh my God. Great question. You yeah. got it from your mama. Yeah, I got Fascinating it from my mama. answer. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think probably my, someone, I have a relative that was a background actor considering obviously. <laughs> <laughs> A line of eight, a line of Sugarman's on IMDb <laughs> credited for their extra work. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a good question and such a fascinating answer. Yeah. It is in the DNA. Yeah, I think my father ran on stage once. He had a couple lines and he forgot his lines and then he ran off. Well, and also you can sing. So I'm assuming someone in your family can sing. Usually that's definitely passed down. Um, my mother could not carry a tune to save her life. 
Uh, I, I don't know about my dad. I don't know if I'm really that good a singer. Um, okay. You don't suck. Well, you there, do, look, good. there's people that yeah. are really good singers and they can just do it, right? They could but do it when they were kids. people are very bad. People are yeah. very bad. Well, I think I'm bad. right in the middle. I don't think I'm gifted. I'm Trying not to think special. Of like, no. Who's an amazing singer that has a child that's also an amazing singer? I mean, I know there's a million, but let's think um, of it. Boy, uh, I don't know. Um, All that's coming to my mind is Carly Simon and James Taylor's kids can both sing. Judy but Garland and Liza Minnelli. <gasps> Good one. Yeah. Good example. Yeah. Barry Manilow and Gary Manilow. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Liberace and Liberace Jr. <laughs> oh, uh, somebody just said Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. The Cyruses. Oh, yeah. yeah the Cyrus. And you know what? Miley and, and Amy, and you guys know this as well as I do. Miley Cyrus is a fiercely talented person yeah she can she 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 could be the biggest rock singer in the world if she Mm -hmm. focused on that she did a cover oh my god you guys she did a metallica cover at glastonbury a couple years ago that just blew the doors off i mean it was what about her one that's on tiktok right now when she's doing like papa don't preach or one of those songs yeah she is her her range is unbelievable the jackson five hello there there you go there you go right Right. How about the Jonas Brothers? The Jonas Brothers. But do they Excuse have us. children that sing? And did their parents no, sing? No, but they're all three about? brothers they're and brothers. they all three sing. I don't know about that bonus Jonas. If he can carry it too. Bonus Jonas. <laughs> anyway, continue on, Scott. Tell us Thank a you. bit more about Thank you. Um, so what enlightening, empowering, and uh, maybe life-changing things can your genetics tell you? And that's that's a question that 23andMe wants you to answer. DNA is amazing. Not only does it help you understand your ancestry, but it can also help you understand your chances of developing certain conditions. So that to me is the real value. It's the, the intrinsic value of this, this process and this company is, is just having a healthy future and having a great time going back into the past and into your family tree and see where they came from. You and Danielle have like. me convinced. Yeah. I think we should try it. Tar mm-hmm. and I will try it. I think you should try it. It's yeah. really, really cool. It's it doesn't really even have to go cool. up my nose, right? It just goes in my mouth. No, it's not a swab up the nose. It's it, You spit into the little container. It's a little spittle. Oh, you just spit. Yeah, you got to spit mm-hmm. a couple times and you, you get it up to the line and there you go. It's not a big deal. You know, I th- everybody should try it. I really think it's it's fascinating. and And it's... You know, there's a lot of information it gave me about my health and I, I, I'll share some and some I won't, but it's, you know, you know, it's, it's helped well, me out a great deal. Well, that's the other thing. It's yeah. totally private. Right. So like right. we happen to be on a podcast talking about it, right. but when you get the information, mm-hmm. you can keep it to yourself too. And then do, you know, do what you want with it. You don't, we right. don't have to do a whole podcast. Right. I mean, not to be too dramatic here, but this, this company is saving lives. They are. That's awesome. They're absolutely saving lives. So. Anyway, good on you for that 23andMe. Everybody get out there and, and check this company out. I think it's 23andMe.com uh, and order your kits and and take that journey because it's it's fascinating. I, I would never have known how much of a Neanderthal I truly was unless it was for this company. Thanks so much. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. 
It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Who's up first? Uh, Sarah. We have Sarah first. Let me bring her in. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Where, you, where, where, you, where are you today? I'm outside Seattle. Oh, great. Um, great, great, great. So look, we're doing a 23andMe background ancestry slash background actor episode today, and you're our first guest <laughs> on this portion of it. Um, what's your background? What's your, what, first of all, have you ever done 23andMe? Have you ever uh, checked into your lineage and your family tree and the heritage uh, and all that? I have, in fact, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and what are you? A very uh, Northern European, but mostly British Isles, uh, Scottish, English, Welsh, uh, pretty much all up in that area. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, we have something in common on the Welsh, Irish, uh, Scottish thing. Um, so let's, all right. So let's, let's get into the background acting. How'd you get the role uh, of background actor on the show on Gilmore? Uh, so I moved down to LA, uh, and got a job taking tickets at Universal Studios before I signed up with central casting and uh i was 23 years old and looked younger mm. and so uh was able to get on gilmore girls as an 18 to look younger to uh-huh. do children's students and um so yeah so literally called into central casting to try and get jobs and gilmore girls was one of them and, and refresh my memory what what episode and scene were you in I was in the Francie bathroom scene, which uh, I hear you enjoyed. Oh, I enjoyed that so much. It was one of, it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you were in that. Yes. Oh, I recognize yeah, you now. Yeah, one of the girls. Yes. Yeah, guarding the door. I was guarding the door. You were guarding the door. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so what was your experience like on the show? Did you have a great time or what was it like? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Um, it was obviously a show that was incredibly hectic, I'm sure, to work on mm-hmm. uh, daily with the hours and all of that. Um, especially, you know, I, I remember getting to the end of your shooting weeks and we'd be starting our call times would be like four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. because everything had gotten so long in the days and all that, but it was a great show. The crew was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, always had a good time on set and everyone was mm-hmm. friendly and welcoming. Were you, really were, cool. were you a fan of the show before you came on the show? Were you aware of it? I was. I'd only watched, I hadn't watched the first season when it aired, but then I'd gotten into it in the second season. And so when I came down to LA, getting to work on the third season was, was quite fun. Mm-hmm. And and what's your favorite Gilmore Girls memory? Um, that Francie bathroom scene was awfully cool. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it was a fun experience to be one of only two background uh, in the scene, which meant we got a little bit more special treatment than sometimes background. Right. Uh, that they have time for right? right and so we got to feel more like we were part of the show and the episode right. in that way and that was a lot of fun cool yeah it almost felt like uh, you were a, a, a you know a, you and you were an integral part of that scene uh instead of really background it was more featured almost maybe what's your favorite gilmore girls episode if you have one 
Um, I actually really like the, um, I think it's the season finale to season two, where the wedding scenes, the wedding with um, uh, Suki and Jackson's wedding, and then Christopher is there, and then he leaves, and um, I really enjoyed that whole dynamic. Right. Um, I realized, you know, as an adult now, looking back, that whole relationship is not the most healthy, but... um, (sighs) As a twenty-something watching it, I enjoyed sure, the the Laura like sure. Christopher dynamic. Interesting. All right, now we're gonna play a little uh, rapid fire. You know what rapid fire is? I'm gonna fire questions at you. You gotta fire answers back to me. Ready? Here we go. How many cups of coffee to have a, a, in a day? Five. Are you oh, good for you? Are you Team Logan, <laughs> Team Jess, or Team Dean? Uh, Dean. Who's your fa- Who's your favorite Gilmore Girls character? Uh, Rory. What would you Paris. order at Luke's Diner? Ooh, French fries. Would you rather go to on a road trip with Taylor or Michelle? Michelle. Finish the lyric. And where you lead, I will follow. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, I can hear it, but I can't come up with it. <laughs> anywhere that you tell me to. Jackson Vegetables or Suki Baked Goods? Oh, Baked Goods. Would you rather listen to Drella's Harp or the Troubadours cover songs? Troubadours. Uh, Chilton Prep or Stars Hollow High? Oh, Chilton Prep, all the way. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for your contribution to the show. You were wonderful in that scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in everything I've seen so far, and I haven't seen the rest of it, but we're in the beginning of season three. But that that scene to me was just fantastic. Um, Thanks for coming on. Stay safe. Keep up the good work. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Have a good time. Take care. Bye. Jan, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. 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 Where Where are you uh, calling in from? Um, from my work in Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that that's that's part of the Schuylkill Expressway, or the end of it? Yep. Yeah, I know it. I know it yep. well. Or the Shore <laughs> the Shorekill Expressway, as they used yeah. to call it. Um, so let's jump dive right in. How'd you get a role, the background actor on the show? So I was actually Suki's stand-in for season three. Oh, my goodness. And it just happened to be one episode where they were short on extras or background actors. And so they asked uh, myself uh-huh. and the, the girl who played Lorelai's stand-in to just, you know, fill in. Right. So we kind of did double duty that episode. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what episode and scene were you in or... It was in season three. Um, the episode, the season, the episode was called Max Keg, and it was a kind of a walk and talk right. through town. And Lorelai and Suki were going to get pizza at the mm-hmm. pizza joint, mm-hmm. so I was just kind of sitting in the background for that. And um, Lorelai standing was standing in line uh, to get pizza. Gotcha. <laughs> Very gotcha. low key. Right. Right. Well, so, what was your experience like on the show? great um like i said like I, I had moved out to california and a couple months after their central casting had called and asked if i had ever done any stand-in work and i said i didn't know what that meant mm-hmm. so they called mm-hmm. back and they said that you know they wanted me to come out and they had had trouble keeping somebody i guess for a stand-in for melissa mm-hmm. for whatever reason so i started working on the show probably one or two days a week. I mean, she wasn't in a lot of episodes or, you know, it would just depend on who was being featured. So Mm -hmm. um, it was just such a surreal experience to be, you know, 
I was a big fan of the show before mm-hmm. right. doing it. Right. And it's just crazy now how big the show has become in, in retrospect, mm-hmm. because I, I remember at the time I would tell people what I was working on and they wouldn't really be that familiar with it. But now everybody knows the show and everybody seems to be a huge fan and right. Right. such a resurgence. So what was it like working with uh, Melissa McCarthy? Was she as graceful and kind uh, to you as she was everybody else? I'm sure she was. She was absolutely the sweetest person yeah. that um, you could imagine, as I'm sure you know. Uh, she, uh, I mean, I wasn't always there on set with her because I was there when she was not. But the few times that we did encounter one another, I mean, she was just always so kind. Um, she was always complimenting me on my hair because she was trying to achieve a similar color I mm-hmm. think and mm-hmm. I remember uh, she had in, I did not go but she had invited me to the rap party at the end of season three and she had invited me to come see her perform at the local comedy center and oh. um, she just was so nice yeah she's so terrific nice. you, you you really miss something it, it, not seeing her perform she's extraordinary the, char- the characters she created, she writes all that stuff, and then she performs it. It's at Groundlings, yeah. And we went yeah. one night, mm-hmm. all of us went one night, I think in season one, and just, we were floored. Really? Oh, we were floored. We were laughing so yeah. hard, our stomachs hurt, our sides hurt, <laughs> everything hurt. Um, yeah. She's a gloriously talented person. Um, mm-hmm. So what's your favorite Gilmore Girls episode? Definitely. I, I'm kind of a fan of the first couple seasons, I guess, just because those were the ones I had started out watching. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I always was a fan of, you know, your interactions with Lorelai. I mean, I love I that type of dynamic. And, you know, of course, the mother daughter relationship was, you know, just so I mean, I just I, it wasn't so much of one episode that got me. It was just the way the script was written just like it was so clever Mm -hmm. it was so funny right you know just the the, you know just the way that they would tie in old movies old broadway shows i mean any type of kind of throwback and it was just so well put together Mm -hmm. and just so funny in such a highbrow kind of way almost in a lot of ways yep but i just but very relatable at the same time i mean yeah it wasn't it wasn't condescending so that's that's kind of, of a course, nice trick. Yeah. All right, so now we're at the point where we're going to play a game with you called Rapid Fire. I'm going to fire questions at you. You're going to give me answers real quick. Ready? How many cups okay. of coffee do you have in a day? <laughs> Two. Are you Team Logan, Team Jess, or Team Dean? Jess. What is your favorite Gilmore Girls character? Suki. What would you order at Luke's Diner? Mm, coffee. Would you rather go on a road trip with Taylor or Michelle? <sighs> Taylor. Really? That's a first. What? <laughs> Nobody's ever picked Taylor. Why Taylor? I don't know. He's funny. <laughs> okay. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be boring. Right. Right. No, I agree. Uh, finish the lyric. And where you lead, I will follow. Dot. 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 Oh, you got me. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, anywhere so <laughs> that you tell me to. Oh. Yes. Uh, Jackson's Vegetables <laughs> or Suki's Baked Goods? I think we know the answer to that. Uh, well, Suki's Baked Goods. Thank good. you very much. Would you rather listen to Drella's Harp or the Troubadours cover songs? Uh, the Troubadours. Uh, Chilton Prep or Stars Hollow High? 
I'm going to say Stars Hollow. So, Jan, you've won some wonderful prizes. Uh, <laughs> Danielle will tell you uh, as uh, your parting gifts. And thank you so much for joining us. It was a blast. Uh, right, say hello you. to everybody over there in Conshohocken. I um, will. <laughs> um, thank you. I know that area well. I was born in Philadelphia, raised in South Jersey. My father lived out in, uh, uh, later in his life, yeah. he lived out in Valley Forge. So I know all about that, okay. that area. So yeah. anyway, all the best to you. Thanks for coming on. Stay safe, okay? Hi, Mary. Hi. Scott here. How are you? Thanks for coming on. Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, where are you? I'm in Los Angeles. You're in LA. All right. I just got in the door from a cross-country road trip. Oh, my goodness. Those are so much fun. I used to do those all the time. Um, So let's just dive right in. How'd you get the role of being a background actor on the show? So I did a lot of gigs uh, dancing with Roscoe Farnsworth. Okay. And uh, so he was working on the show and he recommended me to Kenny Ortega. Oh, the Kenny Ortega connection. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So Kenny requested that I come in and audition. And uh, I auditioned. He was throwing me around in aerials in the audition, which is very unexpected <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of fun. So I got to with Kenny in the audition. That was a lot of fun. Uh huh. Yeah, and then... Um, what episode was that? What scene were you in? Well, I was in two episodes, but mm-hmm. but that one, the first episode that it was on was um, They Shoot Gilmore Girls, don't they? Oh, okay. Seven. Oh, yeah. Which one were you? Which one? Because we, we, we just did that. We just reviewed that. I was the sailor girl. So you were one of the ones that were doing fancy dance moves and going up in the air and spinning around. Yeah, there were there were a couple of. I actually went in the air, but I was one of the featured dancers. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, so, w- tell me what the experience was like. Was it a, a long day? Long couple of days? What was it like? Uh, it was several days. Yeah. Actually, Kenny had asked me to be the last couple battling it out. Right. Um, but my partner couldn't stay. Okay. So that was kind of crushing to me because I wanted to stay for the whole thing, but um, it was so much fun. Um. I remember on set, it was the first day and uh, we we're dancers kind of out there early, early showing each other moves and stuff. And cast and crew started coming in. I was like, okay, guys, we got to stop. We got to be quiet. We can't be distracting. And pe- my friends were like, oh, and then I'm like, no, we have to be professional. And then Kenny walks in and he runs over to us and he was like, what's that movie you guys just did? Can you show me? <laughs> And that kind of set the tone for, <laughs> for the rest of the time. And uh, yeah, he had lunch with us every day. We had like a picnic blanket. Oh, wow. And he would come over and have lunch with us. I remember one day he was telling us about working with Michael Jackson. Oh, boy. And he called Michael Jackson huh? and started talking to him on speaker. And then he goes, hold on a second. Uh, I got to do something. Talk to my assistant. And he gave uh, one of the dancers the phone is still on speaker. So we're like all sitting around uh, talking to Michael and he was talking to Mike, got a chance to talk to Michael Jackson there. Are you, was Kenny yeah. trying to impress you? What's going on with that? What a, what a story. And then wow. he invited us all to be on the next week. Um, another, another show. We were like future dancers for the disco ball, all of our little picnic group. And uh, he made this big speech about us at the disco ball to like, Earthwind and Fire, Casey and the Sunshine Boys, like every big band from the 70s, right. Colby Goldberg, like 
the meeting was like, these dancers are, are awesome and you got to be cool to them because they're really cool and have a great show, guys. Oh, that's <laughs> so great. Yeah. That and, uh, is so great. My, you know, my wife is a, uh, a dancer. She, she grew up a ballerina and she does now she does hip hop and she does, uh, what do they call it? High heels, high heel, sexy things, whatever. Oh they, yeah. 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 I know what so you're talking she about. Just, she just, she just went. Yeah, she just came from a class where they, she showed me the video. These dancers are so good. She's so good. Um, and we were talking about what a life that is and how, what a struggle it is to make ends meet. If that's your career, you know, that so few people go on and really, you know, get, you know, very few, you know, a lot get into choreography and, and uh, directing and all that stuff. But it's a tough road to hoe, but you really love it. Dancers really have to do it. They really love it. Is that true? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I, yeah. So. Yeah, I can see how addicted she is to it. I mean, she just loves it. She has to have it. I mean, her spirit is just soars when she's dancing. It's just when you're most alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's when people are at their best. Mm -hmm. uh, you see the best in people when they're dancing. Right. It's so cool. When you connect so intimately with people, like I, my specialty is partner dancing. Mm -hmm. So I love that connection between people. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. Anyway, uh, what's, do you have a favorite Gilmore episode? Um, it was probably that one. <laughs> I would imagine that makes sense. I, I got to do. <laughs> kind of a stupid question. I'm so sorry. I am the larger percent Neanderthal than most people, so I apologize for that. <laughs> well, I was also According to 23 and me. Uh -huh. <laughs> Another cool thing that happened on, on that set was uh, Kenny was talking about dirty dancing. Uh-huh. And he grabbed me and he did a reenactment of um, Johnny and baby. Oh my he had me doing baby and he was doing Johnny on set and they recorded it. I remember them filming it. I remember him telling me like afterwards, like get a copy of the editor's cut. I'm going to put this on there or director's cut, but I don't, mm. I never saw that. So I don't know if that's floating out there somewhere or not. Mm. You got to get that. You got to, you got to get in touch with Kenny and get that. Well, if you know how, let me know. <laughs> Just, you know, contact, uh, oh gosh, I guess, uh, Kenny, if you're listening, <laughs> find me. <laughs> you can get to Kenny. You can get to Kenny somehow. He's out, he's either out here in New York, right? You would imagine. Yeah. Or Miami. I don't, I don't know. Um, oh, that's great. That's just great. Anyway. All right. So now we're going to play what we call rapid fire. I'm going to fire questions at you. Fire answers back at me. You ready? I don't know. How many cups of coffee do you have a day? Zero. That a girl. Are you... Team Logan, Team Jess, Team Dean. Dean. Who's your favorite Gilmore Girls character? Rory. What would you order at Luke's Diner? Eggs. Would you rather go on a road trip with Taylor or Michelle? Taylor. A again, another Taylor. That's, you know, nobody picks Taylor. Why Taylor over Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> we, it would be very organized. <laughs> he'd, he'd keep you on schedule. And in uh, uh, time, right. Okay. Finish the lyric and where you lead, I will follow dot, dot, dot. Anywhere that you tell me to. Nice. You're the first one to nail it. I think you're the first one. You're very special. Jackson's vegetables or Suki's baked goods. Suki's baked goods. Would you rather listen to Drella's harp or the Troubadours cover songs? Troubadours cover songs. Chilton Prep or Stars Hollow High? Stars Hollow High. There you go. Mary, it has been a pleasure. Um, 
You were a lot of fun. Great stories. Uh, find Kenny. Get the tape. Come back on. We got to see this thing. Get that tape. We'll have you back on. We want to see this thing. Okay. All right. All right. Have a great time. Uh, get some rest. Welcome back to LA. Thank and all, you. Thank you. All the best. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Did you uh, have as much fun with that as, as we did? Uh, getting to know some of these background actors, the unsung heroes of film and television business. I'll tell you, they they put in serious hours every single day. They are da- there from dawn uh, to midnight uh, and sometimes longer. Um, so thank you for their contributions, and they were so interesting and great. And uh, thanks to 23andMe. Um I, uh, I was, it was, it was very uh, shocking and informative and wonderful experience with 23 and me. <laughs> uh, there's a lot I haven't said, but, uh, uh, um, uh, there's a lot I found out about myself that I didn't know. And it was really a fascinating journey with them. Uh, and, uh, thanks everybody. Uh, Danielle Romo, Amy Sugarman, Tara S. Uh, we will see you next time. This is I am all in iHeartRadio, radio one eleven production. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.